Hello everybody and welcome to Show Hoppers Lost Season 2, Episode 10, The 23rd Psalm. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Good morning. Okay, good. <laughs> you didn't say the, the terrible words, but Mr. Sal, we're here with the 10th episode of Season 2 Lost. Mm-hmm. Mr. Sal has never seen Lost. This is his first time watching through it. I've seen some of Lost. I've seen all of Season 2. How much more have I seen past that? Nobody knows. I, I've not revealed. I know though. Even even Kurt does not know. No, I do know. <laughs> I I know I know where I got to, and I I'm waiting excitedly to see how you feel about that episode. Uh, and I, I actually I feel like you might actually like that episode. But anyway, that aside, we're not there. We're here on the 23rd song. An episode. I'm confident that you liked. Now, typically, I have to guess your rating. And then typically. normally, 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 I guess your rating, and then I reveal my rating. I'm gonna go out and say I gave this episode a 10. Okay. So I might be projecting myself onto you, right? But I I think you would like this episode. Mr. Echo's a lot in it. He kind of hit that the jerk Charlie's still in it, right? Jerk season two Charlie. We learn It's quite interesting what we learn about Charlie near the end. We see a bit more about Mike and the computer, right? And I also think when you look back at this episode later in the season, you'll appre- I think this is definitely an episode you will appreciate more with time. Um, okay. I'm trying. That being said, I, I feel like, I'll, I'll, like the flashbacks are pretty interesting. Uh, the main story, I think that kept you hooked on, and I think you you enjoyed seeing Mike. Maybe you didn't care that much about seeing Sawyer and his haircut, but I think you missed Sawyer enough that you were willing for that. Um, okay. So I think you at least gave it a nine. The question is, did you give it a ten? I'll I'll temper my expectations and say you gave it a nine. Boy, that was the question that I was asking myself <laughs> ever since I saw the episode. Do I want to give this a 9 or a 10? So you are spot on. Uh, and I'll tell you, I had written down right at the end of the episode, 9 out of 10. But don't, I'm not done. Okay. Oh, okay good. So, so I had written down 9 out of 10. Focused the, I, because I, 10 out of 10 of the flashbacks, I... I'm such a sucker for redemption stories, like beyond a sucker. I, I don't even know. <laughs> it's, like it's it's the reason why Jamie Lannister is my favorite character in Game of Thrones. Like it, it, the, a good redemption story, I, I cannot resist it. Okay, okay. so so f- flashbacks ten out of ten, easily ten out of ten. Great flashbacks, best part of the episode. Yeah. Echo, uh, the main story with Echo, Charlie, and the plane, ten out of ten. So I, I almost gave it a nine out of ten because Charlie is Charlie and I don't really like him. So I would but, agree. I would agree he's dislikable, but he fills his yeah. role well in this episode, right? He's yeah, lying I mean, uh, a ton because yeah. at the end you kind of reveal why he's kind of been lying. He, he's very defensive about it because, yeah, maybe he's been doing it again. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. So, so, the Charlie almost. Brought that down to a nine, but no, I I left that a ten out of ten. And then the other stuff, like Sawyer, I don't have any problem with Sawyer. Like that was whatever, but it was nice to see Sawyer again. I think I actually wrote that at one point. Boy, is it nice to even hear Sawyer's voice again? Yeah. Uh, because I have missed him. But uh, the Mike stuff was almost so good. <laughs> it was almost so good. Uh, I I was a little frustrated that there wasn't that there wasn't any more than that 
It just seemed like it just wasn't enough for me. I wanted more mic at the computer with Walt. So uh, uh, I'll tell you this: but, there's more mic next episode. Mm-hmm. Right? He gets he gets more of a more of a frenzy. It's not it's not all about him because next episode's actually a Jack episode, and you will see okay. quite a bit more of Sawyer as well. So be, right, be cool. assured in that. But, yeah, I already read the description. I know, I know what's happening. Oh, so. <laughs> what is oh no, I think that might be a big like description spoiler. That one. No, it wasn't huge. Um, okay. uh, whatever. I don't want to say any more about that because yeah. I don't want to spoil anything for for listeners. But so it almost. I, so I had originally rated that part of the episode an eight out of ten because I was frustrated that there wasn't enough. Okay, um, and then I thought I, I I was thinking about it like all day today. I just going back and forth about it and and i started thinking you know this is a, this is really a character episode much like outlaws or uh um confidence man or everybody hates hugo where it doesn't do much for the the overall plot but it's a huge character episode and a great character episode and then i thought no you know what no wait a minute. this there's a lot more to the plot in this episode than there is in any of those other three like mm-hmm. a lot more because and then i then i thought well this is probably about maybe 65 percent character and 35 percent plot but now i'm thinking that might even be a little low on the plot side because just the fact that echo has a connection to this plane is as a very sawyer christian like thing mm-hmm. right I, I mean and i was all about sawyer meeting christian like I'm, I am all I'm all about any of these characters having any connection to each other off of the island. So the fact that Echo sent this plane, which was the cause of Ma, of Boone's death, you, know, you could almost you could think of it as the Deus Ex Machina, right? <laughs> which oh, is yeah. that's, that's the episode that that happened. Okay, and Echo is the one who sent it, and now here Echo is interacting with Locke, sharing the film strip with Locke, bringing, saving Sawyer's life. Like it's, it's mind blowing and I love it. So I, I I finally landed on a 10 for this episode and it's my favorite episode of Lost. I, I, this is my favorite episode yet. I would, I would totally agree. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you liked the episode. I did tell you that there will be more Sawyer Christian-esque things. This was one of them. The, yeah. The, Echo and his connection with the plane and just in general with his brother and everything to do with the plane, the the man who saved him. Uh, it's a very, it's a great episode. I think it has the full package and even the mic stuff that you rate like low and understand, I can understand why you rate it low or the way you rate it, uh, 8 out of 10, maybe 9 out of 10. Yeah. It's, it's the worst I, I, part of the episode. I picked it up. Yeah, yeah, I picked it up and, and it, I, I up it to a 9 out of 10, but it's, I mean, it's still, I, I want more, but I understand the long game that they play with Lost, and, and I'm I'm okay with it. So I I'll tell you this, it it will pay off. Okay, not for a while, Good. but it will pay off down the line later this season. Okay, you will you'll be happy you saw what you saw. I, I will tell you that. Good. So it's it's good. I'm okay. I'm glad. I'm glad it's also. I, listen, I'd be devastated if you gave it like an eight. No, this this like. episode. This is so good. It yeah. is so good. It's a hard act to follow, Mister Sal. Yeah, I mean, it honestly, it, it is a hard act to follow, and and it's, it's like that. I I put it a little notch ahead of the Anna Lucia st- episode, only because the more I thought about Echo's connection to this plane, that if Echo doesn't send this plane, then Boone doesn't die, 
Charlie doesn't get the heroin. Like so much came out of that plane. Yeah, that plane caused a lot. Yeah. So even so, so despite Echo's redemption, he still has to deal with all the damage that he caused. And I assume this is years later because of the decay of the, those bodies. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, yeah, probably probably at least like a few weeks. Yeah, at the very least. Yeah. So even no matter how much he repented no matter how much he changed and, and grew and converted and, and was was redeemed it, it, he's still paying the price of it even now so it's it's amazing it's so good beautiful so i'm glad you liked the episode oh i'm so i'm so happy this is also yeah. your favorite episode good oh, yeah yeah no, that was about to be mad at you okay no. well, <laughs> uh do you want to start with the episode yeah let's go okay well it starts with a flashback uh we're in nigeria and there's some african kids playing soccer obviously you know this is a echo episode so you're probably trying to pick out which which boy is echo and they kind of show one kid while they're playing soccer who is echo but we so i was open i was open to the possibility that he was not one of these boys that he was an adult oh okay even in this flashback but i you know obviously figured it out pretty quick once i didn't yeah. see him get out of the truck or come out of the church it's like and okay he, he must said be like... i am echo <laughs> yeah and then th- there's a kid who looks exactly like him so <laughs> it's like unbelievable how much th- how much he looks like like the grown mr echo like that the dissolve from this scene into the next scene which is the same the like, close-up shot of the face yeah, of yeah. the boy good... and of Mr. Echo, and the, you know the boy and the adult Mr. Echo, and they're making they have the same expression, and it's like, oh my god, this is unbelievable. They look so much alike. They look very similar. And, <laughs> I wonder how old that boy is because Echo is a big guy. Like it wouldn't surprise me if that yeah. person was just way above age than the rest of the people around him. It's possible. But, yeah. Anywho, yeah. So speaking of yeah, gunmen come into the village like mm-hmm. he's a and, you know it's a problem in Africa with these like private militia look actually i say private it's not like they're I mean, just militia groups that form up and I mean, yeah i mean it's it's like it's probably the equivalent of what you know the italian mafia was in you know new york city in the 30s or the 20s you know yeah but probably even more bracing than that because uh, i we know you know it it, it it happens on the news and stuff how i remember um coney 2012 right that that stuff with it, that also shined a big light on it, but you know they kidnap children, make them part of their yeah. militia and whatnot, and this is what we see happen in this case. The gunmen come, and people are like, "I ah, don't take the boy, don't take the boys," uh, and they take an old man, and they force a person who we later learn is Yemi and Echo's younger brother, and give him a gun and tell him to mm-hmm. shoot the old man. Yemi, he can't do it, right? He's hesitating, and Echo mm-hmm. runs up, grabs the gun. And shoots the old man right in the head. Doesn't hesitate. Runs right up. Does it. And yep. the gunman laughs. Tells him, you know, you're a born killer. Uh, learns his yeah. name's Echo. And basically, you know, takes he invites him, takes him with them onto the car, and away they go. Uh, they take Mister Echo off to wherever this militia wants to go. Yeah, he so, volunteers as tribute. Yeah. So how, how did that make you feel immediately off the bat? We see a young Mister Echo. Uh, yeah. Joining. Uh, African militia. Did you think the next? So obviously the next flashback, we see Mr. Echo much more in a position of power, right? Did you think this would be much more of a this whole flashback series would be Mr. Echo trying to get away from a militia or being? Uh, 
I, I wasn't sure if it would go down that road, but I was definitely surprised to see him as like the leader of the group and not just like one of the like more passive by members, you know, more of a bystander yeah. in it. Yeah, he definitely um, he's a shock caller to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. But it but it did remind me a lot of the Hunger Games. I wonder how much of the Hunger Games was derived from this episode. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, the idea of I volunteer as tribute. Um, you know, because it's yeah, I mean, really clearly was not going to be able to do it. And then what was the price he was going to pay because he couldn't do it? And so Echo just, I don't think Echo wanted to kill the guy i don't think echo wanted to be part of this gang i think echo just wanted to spare his brother yeah and that he did and they talk about it later and we'll, yeah. i guess we talk about that more when they bring it up but yeah. uh so we, we get to the present time and we see mr echo etching into his staff there's some words on it uh claire comes by and asks you know introduces herself um actually is this the part where he reveals Oh yeah, he, he says it's things he must remember when he's yes. asked by Claire. Things he must remember. And we learn later yes. with Charlie it's scripture. So uh, you know, they get introduced. Uh Echo speaks for a bit about how Aaron reminds him of, you know, uh Moses' brother Aaron, and mm-hmm. you know, he was a great guy. And Claire comments on how religious Echo is, and that because of this he should talk to Charlie, because you know, Charlie says he's not religious and everything, but he carries around that Virgin Mary statue wherever he goes. And that alone triggers Echo. Now, I'm su- I, I, I mean, I'm surprised that alone triggers him. But maybe the well, audience, yeah. it triggers him definitely, though. He's like, wait, Virgin Mary statue. And he immediately wants to go see it, right? And so he demands to go see yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, that that is one thing that I, I did have a little bit of a tough time swallowing. Because, like, why would he just assume that it's his Virgin Mary statue? Why, why, why wouldn't he think, you know, I mean, lots of people have Virgin Mary statues. <laughs> you know, and if they're, and Charlie actually was religious at one point. We know this. He, yeah. he went to confession very regularly. <laughs> like, yeah, but Claire doesn't know that too much. So no, knows. it's, it, it's, so that's the irony of it is that, yeah. you know, she, 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 she doesn't know that he was religious or that he is, that he was religious but here he is pretending to be religious but he actually kind of was but anyway it does it does it did strike me as odd that echo latched on to this virgin mary statue so much because i mean anybody could have that what the, what bothers me more about it is the fact that so if if this was Locke in echo's position i would believe it because Locke is a faith driven or a fate driven person right he believes in fate we learned yep. last time echo you know don't mistake coincidence for fate he's not yes. all that big into fate so that that's yep. what gets me more and now if he was a fate driven person if he had said the more fate like stance there then i would totally believe this he's like oh this is fate but whatever so yeah well you know maybe he maybe maybe every time he hears about virgin mary statue he has to smash it and see <laughs> but or well, I mean, looks I, alike. I, yeah, I'm sure he yeah. would he would recognize it, but you know, I, I wonder how much of this isn't driving him more toward the the idea of fate rather than coincidence. Because, I mean, the fact that they have matching sets of film strips isn't all that much of a coincidence. I mean, really, they're on the same island. Know, they're it's on the same island. They're, they're, yeah, like they're both Dharma bunkers. Like there, there's every there's every explanation for why. He he's got the missing piece of the film strip. Now, why they separated that piece from the film strip is a much bigger question. Okay, but th- I, I think 
you easily can explain away the fact that he has the other piece. That's mm-hmm. fine. Like, so I can see him saying this is a coincidence. It's not fate. This one is much, a much tougher pill to swallow Yeah. because so. I mean, because this is like, and I think Charlie brings it up later. This plane came from Nigeria. What's it doing in this, in the Pacific ocean, in the South Pacific? Like, where's it going? Like <laughs> if it wants to go to South America, there's a much quicker way to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. It went the exact like wrong direction or path. Yeah, I mean, who knows the path it took? But right, I mean, uh, who knows? Maybe the guy looks like he never got to his destination. You know no, I mean? it doesn't seem that way. <laughs> so to... yeah, so so uh, this is going to be much harder for Echo to write off as coincidence. Mm-hmm. Certainly. So we'll so. see how this affects Echo in um, you know, later mm-hmm. episodes. But Claire takes Echo to the statue. Uh, and he start he starts making all these demands. You know where did Charlie find this? And he's very aggressive, right? He's, he's getting real into it, and Claire's getting really fed up with it. So to show Claire what's going on, he smashes the statue and you know shows her the drugs and demands to see Charlie. And then we get to see the intro. So right out right out of the bat, right out of the bat, we, I know I asked you. I think I think I only asked you once really this season if you if you think Charlie's uh, relapsed because I don't really I didn't want to keep asking you and make you mm-hmm. wonder if he is or isn't or anything, you know, just see what you think on your own. And you, you thought he isn't because he's carrying the statue, obviously. The statue would be broken if he had right. relapsed. He, right. would, he wouldn't be carrying it. Fair enough. D- didn't even didn't even think about the possibility that it might not be the same statue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could even still be the same statue, but yeah, maybe other statues. But at this point, yeah. you still think... I'm assuming your mind didn't change at this point. You're like, okay, oh. well, that's a yeah. statue. I mean, right. But I did start questioning it because I think in the next scene, isn't he like, he, he's like really hyper with Jin, like mm-hmm. singing, singing mm-hmm. whatever song he's singing. He's like he's acting really super weird. hyper. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, start, it started me thinking like he's been pretty like aggressive and at at some points, you know, thinking about Hurley, you know, thinking about um, you know, what his interactions with Claire, like he's been really aggressive at, at points. Um, he's been uh, at other points, he's been just like, you know, manic, like like he is with Jin here. So like he, it, now looking back on it, there's every indication that he's been using. And that's what I like a lot about uh, this. I, I know we talked about. Hurley's episode in season one, which we liked it, but I know a big sticking point for you, and I agree as well. They never hinted at this really with Hurley. That, right. Uh, he has bad luck. People have bad luck around him, right? Yep. He never yep. shows that. Here, though, there, there, there's quite a few signs going into this of just Charlie. Yeah. I mean, as I've been saying, Jerk Charlie. There's a reason why yep. we have Jerk Charlie. So, <laughs> yeah. No, there's been every indication that he's been using again. And so, and with an unlimited supply, he can basically he can keep that up like he, he doesn't need to you know be jonesing for a fix you know what i mean he he's he's gonna be whatever he is when he's high pretty much all the time yeah so but so at this point did you were you suspecting it or were you confident I, I, he's using? i wasn't suspecting it until i saw this scene with Jin. okay so okay so that, we'll get to oh, it's not quite a Jin scene because first we yeah. see lot okay so okay we'll talk about that in yeah. a bit then we're at well, all that happens here is Locke's changing the combination to the gun room uh, because he doesn't want just anyone getting a gun. And 
Michael walks in, you know, they have a bit of a conversation and he figures that Michael must want to learn to use a gun, if that's why yep. he's here in the gun room. So that that's about it there. Uh, but yeah, so we, we cut to Jar- Charlie and Jin fishing, which mm-hmm. mostly Jin fishing and Charlie singing. Uh, <laughs> and it's, yeah, Charlie's acting super weird. He asks Jin if he likes the kinks, which yep. I, I guess some band, and then, you know, acts like Jin's loving his singing, even though Jin's clearly not into it at all. And <laughs> then we have Echo Storm up. Which, by the way, scary sight to see if you're Charlie. The echo storming oh. at you, right? He's, you're hoping he's coming for Jin and not you. But sadly, he's come for you. And he demands... He brings a piece of the Virgin Mary statue. And the, Charlie does say, you know, oh, don't tell. Or something about not telling Claire. I just want to go tell Claire. I don't want her to get the wrong idea. There you go. I don't want her to get the wrong idea. Which, yeah. start on that. Start on that. Yep. <laughs> start on that. And you know, Echo, and he's he's trying to delay it. Like Echo, so Echo demands to go s- to the place where Charlie found the Virgin Mary statue. And Charlie keeps trying to delay. It, like, let's go tomorrow. Fine, let me talk to Claire first. But Echo's no, we go now, right? You can tell her on the way. We got to go now. Mm-hmm. So really pushes Charlie. And we're gonna keep seeing Charlie constantly lies, right? Jerk Charlie oh my constantly God. lying. Why is he lying? Um, because, because he's, he's probably he, using. Because it's mo- I mean. I'm just going to go with he is using, right? I think that's where all yeah, signs yeah. are pointing to, right? Now, if he isn't, yeah. so be it. But for now, I think people think he's using now. Uh, yeah. So after the scene, you you were pretty sure he's using now? I you mean, uh, the, this this just put up the red flag, yes. Okay, so you had the red flag, yeah. but you weren't con- you weren't 100% confident. No, I wasn't 100% confident, yeah. Where, where would you have leaned? Because I'm curious. Cause... I would have leaned toward he's using Okay. at this okay. point. So that's fair enough, okay. so. But I'm still confused about how he has an unbroken statue yeah yeah how, how has he been putting the statue back together <laughs> yeah Every although I, I i mean i don't know how i didn't make the connection that <laughs> he knows where the place is he can just go back i remember when i asked you if you thought he was using you said no i don't think he is because he still has the statue yeah <laughs> i was like oh, very very interesting fair enough so which by the way i we'll get to we'll talk about the, well I guess it's late now because I might forget. You know how later they're kind of lost to where the plane mm-hmm. is and Charlie has to climb a tree? That to yeah. me is either a plot hole or Charlie just trying to delay more. No, that's just Charlie pretending that he doesn't know where the plane is. Okay, then yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's, uh, that, uh, in my mind, that's that's intentional. Yeah, okay. So, anyway, second flashback here, and this is Echo, older now, adult Echo. Uh, and he's looking like one mean sob right here, right? He is, oh my god, he's he's King Thug. He's he he's is? like at least out of these cronies. Yeah. I don't know if he's, he's he, I, maybe he's at the top of the food chain, but he's I mean yeah. he's a big member in the food chain. Him and two of his cronies, right? They come out yeah. of a car and they're here to make a drug deal, right? He taste some. Yeah. We even see him taste some of the product, uh, yep. and he'll buy it for fifty, fifty grand probably, but because uh, he's doing. I the mean. Man- it's oh. not dollars, so yeah. who knows? Uh, Niger? <laughs> but... I forget. I forget the Nigerian currency. I don't know. Uh, he'll do it for fifty grand, or five thousand, or fifty thousand, uh, because you know what? He's doing this man a favor. Who's buying it from? He knows there's no poppy or demand here, and his drug has no use here, so he has to get him out. The border is yeah. closed and being guarded by the military, so he can only fly it out. Only people that can fly in and out are the UN and missionaries. So yep. because of that, Echo will only buy the heroin for fifty thousand. Uh, yep. The seller, 
sadly agrees, and he even says the rumors are true. You have no yeah. soul, which is even more of a thing to hear. And mm. Echo laughs and then just slashes both of their throats. Yeah. Which, what was the point of negotiation? I guess just, I mean, maybe that him saying that's what caused me to slash both their throats. But. So that's that's my my th- working theory here is that, that that it was not a foregone conclusion that he was going to slash the throats. He slashed the throats because he said the Echo has no soul. Yeah. Because I, Echo knows that the only reason that he's in this situation, that, that he's with this this group right now, is because of his soul. It's because he, he, he did it he sacrificed himself to save his brother so he, he knows that there's a soul there um and i think that he, he immediately feels guilt about it because he lets the kid go mm-hmm. yes yeah, so yeah, there's a kid nearby his cronies who are willing to shoot him but does the kid live and literally tells the kid to tell his friends <laughs> yeah whatever fair enough and there you go so they're not what you were expecting from mr echo well i told no. you last week going to have an intriguing Mr. Echo episode. Was yeah. it a priest like you thought? Oh, maybe eventually becomes a priest. Ah. But more along the lines of a drug uh, dealer. Not really. I mean, so organized that, crime. That, yeah, there you go. Organized crime, yes. I, I, so th- I think that the other piece of this is he says there's no market for this here. Uh, there's no, there's no poppies. Like there's no supply. There's no demand. There's nothing here. Like you, you, sh- you can't possibly get this here. So there's no demand for it. Um, and he does tell his brother later, you know, I'm yes. getting the drugs out of here. Like, which Which so, I love that reasoning of, well, listen, oh, yeah. Taking the drugs out of Nigeria. Yeah. So, so I do wonder like how, how much of this hard shell is an act and how much of this benevolent, uh, you know, ends justifies the means is an act. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, how, like, we can definitely say Echo in the present time seems very ethical, right? Yeah. Even when he killed those two people, yeah. he went quiet for 40 days, right? Mm-hmm. How much of that Echo is in this current Echo? Because obviously he does change to some degree. But... So, yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's there. I think that, I don't think he's lying when he says he wants to get the drugs out of Nigeria. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think he's lying when he says that the the money will help bring polio vaccinations and he wants that. You know, I, I don't think he's he's and I do think he is offended when they tell him that he has no soul. But at the same time, he's also capable of just slashing throats instantly. Yeah, well, so I think Echo makes a great point. When he says later to Yemi of, you know, Yemi feels righteousness and evil are very far apart, but really, yep. that's not true in the real world. Yep. So. Oh yeah, this this episode is so damn good. Yeah. Oh, my so God. Yeah. <laughs> so so good, man. So there you go. Yep. There's the flashback, but we come back to the present time, and it's Charlie, Echo, and Claire. So um. Uh, you know, Charlie's trying to tell Claire, oh yeah, I've got to be going with Mr. Echo, but she's not really hearing it, she's upset, confronts him about the drugs and the statue, and Charlie, you know, pleads the case that he did not know, uh, which is, I mean, we, I should keep it, we should keep it counter, I just how many times Charlie lies in this episode, but here, there's another lie, he does not know, clearly he knew, we saw Saeed show him that there are drugs in these, uh, so, you know, yeah. so, you know, Charlie keeps pleading that he's not using, and, you know, he even tears up the drugs in front of Claire, trying to show it, but, you know. 
but it's go. an empty gesture because he's got a whole stash of it. <laughs> and uh, right as Claire turned around, he quickly picked up what he could and walked out. No, no. but but this is this is also like he's also playing the viewer because you know where where a red flag where a red flag went up that maybe he is using uh in the previous scene here that red flag just starts to come down a little bit because we see him dump the drugs yeah so dump the drugs you think you think you'd yep. want them yep if only he had more oh well yeah well, there's a place he could get more mm. uh we cut back to Locke teaching michael how to shoot uh he kind of talks about how he learned to shoot from his dad who took him hunting. We remember that yeah. as well. Poor <laughs> oh, Anthony. What, what a great dad. Uh, <laughs> and he, Locke also mentions the fact that he, you know, uh, people are talking and that Michael might go run after Walt, you know, and he does, he thinks that's an unwise plan. So keeps it yep. out. And Michael shoots. And is that, so that's ranch? I thought that was mayo, but ranch, mayo. No, it said, it said ranch right on right, it. Fair enough. And, don't know why they're blowing up the ranch, but blow up the gear. Maybe I'm, it was expired. Maybe no one likes I'm ranch. Gu- <laughs> there you go. I, you? I, I, my guess is it was mostly empty. I don't know. Quite a bit of ranch exploded out of that. That's true. Well, like that's at least a, that's a that's that's a that's like a handful of ranch at the very, and that's a quite a bit. Like this is these guys either must have a lot of food, don't like ranch, or it was expired. Because I don't, like, that's, that's about it. My guess is it was expired, there probably wasn't much left, and, I mean, what kind of nutritional value are, are you really getting out of ranch dressing? I mean, you gotta have your pleasures, right, Mr. Sam? I get mean, some get some grass, or not grass, get some leaves, put some ranch on it, boom, got a salad. Fair enough. <laughs> there. So there was see Locke teaching Michael to shoot. That's okay. Interesting. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Charlie and Echo are walking through the jungle. Uh, Charlie's mad at Echo for tattling on him to Claire, uh, and he brings him to uh, brings him to a tree and says, "Here, there you go, Mister Echo. This is the place where I found it." And uh, you know, Echo tries to call him out that he's lying, but Charlie's like, "No, not lying. This is a." Which, by the way, he clearly is, but whatever. He yep. goes to walk There's off. A line of, what's that, line number two? No, three, because he even lied to an Echo Wintem earlier or something. Like, at least oh, that's three. true. Yeah. At, at least three. three. Yeah. At least three. three. Mm-hmm. And Charlie, you know, Charlie goes to walk off, but Mr. Echo grabs him, pushes him against the tree, and demands to go see the plane. So, now we know he knows of a plane. Right? Yep. So, this is definitely... You know, building a bridges here. How did you think? Obviously, now by this point, after you see the second flashback and you see him buying the heroin, you can see it definitely the thread that leads to uh, the result here, right? Of like, okay, well, yeah, again, these Virgin Mary statues, so on and so forth. Um, I guess now, fair enough. And it was a plane, so I'll leave that there. Yeah, so. I mean, my my only question with it was the timeline because you know we. I don't remember what Locke said when he first found the body. How old it was? What did he say? Twenty years? Maybe I can't remember. I can't remember either. But I was like, I don't think this is twenty years after that flashback. But, but maybe I, I don't. Maybe it wasn't twenty years, and maybe that's my problem. But uh, th- there's definitely a substantial amount of time that has passed between these flashbacks and now. Mm-hmm, certainly, but uh, you know they're walking through the jungle some more. Charlie's 
still kind of angered, and he's like, I don't even know how you know about the plane, but, you know, whatever. And so Echo asks Charlie why he lied to Claire about not knowing what's inside, and Charlie, again, lies again. He, he didn't know what's inside. He was, how could he know? Like, that's not lying. And Echo recalls that when he showed Charlie that broken piece of statue back when he was with Jin, when he showed him that piece, yep. he said he does not want Claire to get the wrong idea. What was the wrong idea, Charlie? So we have, not yeah. only is Echo like a built individual, right? Pretty nice guy. He's also a Sherlock Holmes, right? He's, he's <laughs> induced the puzzle. And uh, Charlie does the thing that people that, I I mean, in his he, instead of admitting that he was lying, he just gets really defensive, demands respect, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he, he's really badgering Mr. Echo. And while he's doing this, Mr. Echo sees the black smoke monster, just kind of drop yeah. by, keep moving, and... You know, that that takes his glance and he kind of drops the conversation and they just keep walking. Like, fine, whatever. Let's just get to the plane. There's some black smoke. Maybe someone has a fire. Who knows? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, third flashback. And here's where we see the statues as well. There's a lady selling those same Virgin Mary statues outside the church. She offers to sell one to Echo. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it'll help get the polio vaccine for the village. Which... I feel like that might that might date where this is. No, like, that's still they're still uh trying to eradicate polio in parts of Africa. Oh, okay, well fair enough then. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I thought oh have we ever eradicated a disease then? Because I thought we eradicated polio, but if it's not uh, Africa, I don't know. I don't think that counts as eradication. <laughs> yeah, I I'm not sure. Yeah, but I remember uh there was a fundraiser raiser at school not too long not too long ago, but you might have been in school where one of the uh teachers who was also a member of the Rotary Club was the Rotary Club was trying to raise money for vac- vaccination polio vaccinations in Africa because there's there still was a percent a small percentage of the world's population that wasn't vaccinated. Fair enough. Um uh okay, so we can't we can't date it on that, but uh, we so we see the Virgin Mary statues, interesting, and the priest comes out and questions why Echo is here. Uh, we now they're they're walking inside the church, they're talking. Echo says he's here to confess, but we learn that this is Echo's brother Yemi, right? Which you probably could have assumed, mm-hmm. but there you go. So this is the person Echo mm-hmm. saved back that faithful faithful day. But Yemi will not let Echo confess because he does not have a a, a guilty heart, right? He doesn't. He doesn't feel guilt for what he did, so there's no point. Right, in a, pe- a penitent heart. So, there you go, penitent heart. so, so the, the there's a small difference. There, there is a difference between guilt and penance. So, oh, okay. So, guilt is feeling remorse for what you've done, but but penitent would be you want to make amends for it. Okay. So yeah. Feel, okay. Excuse me. So you could feel you could feel guilty about something, but you don't want to make up for what you did for. Yeah, I really shouldn't have shot that guy, but whatever. Right. So yeah. So <laughs> so about it. So Yemi is saying like you you could confess that that you shouldn't have sh- you know that that you shot that guy, but that doesn't mean you're ready to make amends for it or or hmm. you know turn o- turn over a new leaf. Yeah. Fair enough. So like you're you're gonna go you're gonna kill somebody else like there's that you're you're not penitent. Now Echo makes an argument for that that he did it out of necessity, uh, mm-hmm. but. Yemi's not buying it. He's heard of the things Echo's done. Uh, and Echo kind of, you know, he looks at Yemi's cross and remembers back to that that fateful day when, you know, mm-hmm. 
he he was taken instead of Yemi. And he questions Yemi, you know, was that a sin or is it forgiven because I saved you? And so is that a sin? Right. What, Echo, what would you call that a sin? What Echo did? Shooting that old man? Okay, so by the leftovers definition of a sin, okay? Yes. Which which was, you know, there's a difference between sin and effing up. Effing up is, is making mistakes, which of course you're going to make. A sin is when you know something's wrong and you do it anyway, right? Um, so this is 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 this a, is that initial act is it a sin okay well he would have had to in order for it to be a sin he would have had to know that what he was doing was wrong and i don't know that he knew that because he knows it's wrong to kill somebody but he also knows it's wrong to do nothing and let his brother kill that person mm-hmm. so he had to gauge which one he thought was more wrong and uh my guess is that in his in his mind he chose the less wrong option uh and so i would i would say that that was probably not a sin i i would agree it's not a sin obviously I, i'm not as i don't i don't have a definition it's just uh either it's a sin or it's not it just i just make the call on the on the fly no reason but not a sin i like mr echo if i didn't like him i'd call it a sin but uh, that was I mean, it's a, it's it's a tough call because I I think that his recognition is that this man is dead one way or another. Yeah. So either they kill him and my brother, or they my brother kills him and becomes one of them, or I can save my brother and kill this guy. Either way, no matter how you slice it, that guy is dead. Yeah. So he's out of the picture, basically. So right. So, so what him. I'm doing is I'm saving my brother's life or his soul at, for, in, in exchange for my own. Mm-hmm. So, I, I I think that what he did was for the right reasons, and so therefore not a sin. Yeah, and Echo definitely has some of that saviorship complex we we mm-hmm. talked about in Jack way earlier on back in a uh, season one, mm-hmm. uh, but. You know, we talked about that a bit before with Echo and Sawyer, but there you go. Just a bit on that with uh, him saving Yemi. But mm-hmm. he gives Yemi, the whole reason why he's come to see his brother Yemi, it's been three years since they've last seen each other, is he has a proposition for him. He would like to use one of uh, his planes or the access he can get to a plane to ship drugs out of Nigeria, right? To ship, <laughs> which I love. Mm-hmm. I, I still love that reasoning. Listen, we're getting the drugs out of Nigeria. A great yeah. thing. So... Uh, and he's not he's not wrong he's not wrong i mean he's not wrong this it's helping his country but it's still the idea of yeah we're getting the drugs somewhere right like yeah it, i mean burning them also gets them out exactly of like that's the, yeah, yeah like that reasoning's not good enough to me i do love it still but this, this no, yeah, is the reasoning that you can might be able to get behind if you're yummy right exactly he so he's it's manipulative because like he could easily just get rid of these drugs and then they're gone and out of the picture anyway and nobody else gets to have them yeah right so it, it's definitely self-serving but it's a manipulative appeal to remy's uh own savior complex yeah but he also but he gives him a better offer too which is this is definitely a good offer he he offers that he can get all the money he needs for the polio vaccines right he will make he will give mm-hmm. yemi all the money he needs for those vaccines mm-hmm. and uh you know 
I, I I think Echo even invokes God when he when he talks about this plan. You know, this 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 is great for everyone. It'll work. But Yemi feels that this is Echo's greed that brought him here, not God. And he refuses to help Echo. He says he still loves him, right? And that he loves him as a brother, yeah. but he cannot help him do this. Right? Yep. Will not use like the church's uh plane to smuggle drugs out of the country. Right. How unreasonable. So we cut back to a much more important scene. It's Sawyer getting a haircut from Kate. And everyone likes Sawyer now. You even get a bit of Hurley. That that was you know a a way to add a layer of interest to this otherwise very blah scene. Uh, was the idea that everybody suddenly likes Sawyer? Yeah, because he had a near death experience, and, it, and yeah. we see Mike come by and tell. It's kind of awkward, and Sawyer, Sawyer looks a little uh, discomforted. So does Mike. There's there's even if they don't hate each other anymore, it's just. They had a big falling out that now it's kind of awkward ties between them. Yeah. Because, you know, he, he tells Sawyer he's glad he's okay because, you know, remember back to a drift, right? And what they said yep. to each other, all the, those, that hatred, right? Yeah. So that, that good spark of time, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there there has been some reconciliation there when when Sawyer passed, was, was about to pass out and he said, I, you know, I, w- I would have left you. And Mike says, "Well, it's a good thing I'm not you." You know, so that they kind of have a moment there that that seems like they start to come back onto the same page, um, and they certainly are. They've moved past their differences now. Yeah, it looks, it looks like they're okay now. So mm-hmm. that's great to hear. But hopefully, Sawyer enjoys his haircut. We'll see more on that later. But <laughs> right now, we see Charlie and Echo. Uh, Charlie, he needs a break. Reminds me of Anna Lucia in the breaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whenever I hear someone wanting a break, it just triggers me to that end. Lucia constantly. Oh my god! Everyone getting breaks. Yeah. Uh, but Echo, you know, he, and he complains. You know, you already had a break, but you know, whatever. He mm-hmm. needs this break. Starts getting his water out, and he talks back. You know, he bl- He says, you know, he used to be a good person. He blames his brother Liam, as we know, for his drug problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at this point, it, he's kind of tacitly admitting. I mean, I mean, he's. Everyone knows echoes you know knows as well that he's been an addict before, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, we don't. I don't think we ever see him get told it, but I'm I'm sure someone's told him before. Actually, I think Claire said it in front of Echo. So did yeah. she? I don't remember. I, that. I think I think uh, when she first confronts Charlie about having the heroin in his thing mm-hmm. in the Virgin like Mary statue, and she's like, "Oh, well, you used to do a drug addict that you know has heroin." Wow, I wonder. You know, she's. I think she brought it up there, but. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. But it wouldn't surprise me if Echo found out that he used to. In fact, Charlie might have even admitted it at some point. I can't quite remember he did. But hmm. wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, if I, I don't Echo remember knows. either. But you know, Charlie blames his brother Liam for his problem. He was a good person. He was even an altar boy. Uh, and he's trying to appeal to this. But while he's saying this, he's taking his break. Echo spots a parachute. And he gets a little closer, and there he finds a priest of some sort, a corpse. And he looks at the mouth, and he sees a golden tooth right in the middle, mm-hmm. kind of like the two front teeth. And Echo reveals that he knows this man, and this is the man who saved his life. So, Mr. Sal, what's going through your head right now? The man that saved his life. Yeah, I mean, I, I was trying to... I, well, I, now I, I am... This is, like, confirmation that they got the plane, that that this is this is the plane that Echo sent the drugs on. Like that, that, 
you know, I don't know how they convinced his brother. You know, I don't, I don't know any of that stuff. Um, but the man who saved his life, I, I was thinking. Did you think it was his brother? You know, this is, no, I knew it wasn't his brother because he didn't have the cross on him, and he didn't have, and, and he had the golden teeth. So, so this was, I knew this was not his brother, um, and I, we knew that he was carrying a gun. Uh, so I assumed that this was somebody from his group like that was impersonating, or right? That was impersonating a priest. Now I didn't know how he saved his life, but that's that was my assumption. Okay, spot on. So, yeah. kind of. Oh, I mean, no, definitely spot on. Actually, saved his life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there you go. That's good on good on you. Uh, so Echo starts to pray. Uh, Charlie again, passively, aggressively, just angry and confused. How Echo, you know, this more things. You know, how is a Nigerian plane all the way out here in like the South Pacific? Uh, I was so so happy he asked this question because I had just written down how is this plane here, right. <laughs> and and he then he asked it and I was like th- yeah thank you because I, I don't I don't and I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, Very good question, Mister Sal. I'll tell we. <laughs> I, I, later I mean, this trying, season, quite a bit later, you might you might hear a bit more on how something like this could happen on the island. Okay, um, I mean, I, I assume we're not going to, you know, spend any time with the pilot of that plane or the this other dead guy with the gold teeth. Hmm. So, uh, so I don't know that we're ever going to know exactly what what went on, but yeah, it's, it's plenty, um, but yeah, but yeah, just. Anyway, you, you might get some answers somewhat to that. But anyway, there's okay. a Nigerian plane here, uh, all the way here in the Pacific. Charlie's confused. Echo's praying. So he t- he picks up Echo's staff, and he notices mm-hmm. the scripture on it. Right? Charlie obviously was a very religious person at one point or another. He knows the scripture, and mm-hmm. he he makes it he makes a guess that you know what Echo was a priest too. Yeah. And we'll see. Do, at this point, did you think Echo became a priest at any point, or do you think no. he never became a priest? No. No, I did not think Echo became a priest at this point. And I, and I had said, I think last week, that I thought Echo was a priest, right? Yeah, you did. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so so I did not. I, I kind of walked that back, having seen the first few flashbacks here. Um, plus, I know that this guy was probably not a priest either, you know, because we know that he had a gun on him. We know that he, this is not his brother and how many priests would have been on this plane other than... You know, the the idea was for for Echo to become, you know, to impersonate a priest. You know, I got that from the conversation that he had with his brother. So I, I knew that this person wasn't a priest, so I assumed that Echo was not. Fair enough. So uh, we get another flashback. An Echo with two goons storms Yemi's church. Right, They come in. Uh, he's mid-confession. Basically, for everyone has to leave. Uh, so... You know, Yemi's really upset, and Echo makes a demand of Yemi that he sign this paper and ordain them and make them priests. So he has to make him and his goons priests, that way they can get the drugs out of the country, and for that he will give money uh, for the vaccine. He will pay Yemi for the vaccines. He will give him all the money he needs. That's mm-hmm. it. Uh, Yemi still... I, oh. did, I don't, did, he, did he say... I think all he said was, you got to make us priests. I don't think he used the word ordained, did he? No, I, I, he says some O word that that was related to, like, the sheet of paper of, like, what it was. Okay. 
but all right maybe maybe it was ordained i I don't know i i I didn't get the impression that he was actually making them priests i got the the, my my thought was that they were going to impersonate priests and and uh yemi had to sign this paper saying that they were oh okay but uh, no 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 that paper yes i'm 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 reading right now a little yes uh i'm looking at the lost wikipedia uh echo later approaches the brother again asking yemi to sign papers that will make mr echo and the other two men priests so they can fly a plane themselves really so make them priests okay i was wondering how that works how did so a priest can make someone else a priest i don't think so it's not like a it's not like knighthood and and you know medieval times like he a knight makes another knight but like i i I don't think that's the way it works like there's a there's a there are years of training that go into becoming a priest like and 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 i don't think the up and up mr sal maybe maybe well i don't think a priest can make another priest. I think it, it ha- they have to go through the years of training, and then they have to be ordained a priest by like a bishop, not another priest. Listen, <laughs> so, I, so uh, uh, here's the thing: that that's a fan-generated Wikipedia, right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> so I can understand why people hear the literal words "you need to make us priests," but my interpretation of this is and, and remains, or was and remains, so that uh, they are going to be impersonating priests in this document that Yemi is signing is just basically a permission slip. Yep, these are priests. And, <laughs> and they're... Yeah, yeah and, and uh, they're, t- they're doing this for me. So right. I, I, I very much doubt that he made him an actual priest. That's, but, you know, that, that makes a lot more sense put that way i think so yeah <laughs> so, so fair enough i'll we'll go with that interpretation because it does make i mean either way sense. either way he's not really a priest yeah yeah right? even if he decided to make him a priest quote unquote yeah. he's not really a yeah. priest uh right. so you know he still he still demands that they get out and this is the part that i spoke on earlier where he told yami you know you might feel that righteousness and evil are very far apart but that is not the real world or not yep uh, yeah, great line. Great line. Well, it is. You know, things are not so black and white. Yep. More of a nice shade of gray. So, uh, he also warns. He warns him. You know, his friends will burn the church. Down. You know, I will not hurt you, but my he, my friends here, they will burn the church to the ground, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't sign this piece of paper, right? It will save lives if you sign this piece of paper. So, yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, it looks very angry, right? But he grabs the paper, uh, starts signing it. Oh wait, now Mr. Sal, now 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 I might I might I might be back on the other ship here. Okay, because um, he says here he reminds Echo that he will never truly be a priest. Right. Okay. I feel like that's more applicable if you're making actually making someone a priest than if you're just if someone's pretending to be a priest. Ah no, actually no, that's still I I because it doesn't make sense that a priest can make someone else a priest. That's the part it that gets really me. it does not make sense at all. That's the part that gets you. That just does not make sense. So okay, fair enough. Uh, so there you go. We also echo buys the remainder of the three hundred statues, and he jabs at Yemi a bit, saying that they are both sinners. Uh, haha, brother. And Yemi hits him back with, "You know, I understand, but God will forgive me." Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So, and do you think Yemi did the right call here? 
I, I don't think Yemi had much of a choice. Exactly. I don't think it's, it's much like, of a choice. You know, there's blood on your hands, or you can give me a drug plane. Like that's, you know, this, it's another situation where Yemi's got to look at this and say it's the same thing as same idea as what I was talking about with Echo in the in the first flashback. You know, the first flashback, that guy's dead anyway, so Echo has to make the choice about whether or not he's going to save his brother you know the in this case that the yemi's got to choose between a plane flying drugs away from nigeria and bring and getting enough money to vaccinate a bunch of people for polio or standing his ground and his church burning to the ground yeah and then there's no vaccinations for polio (laughs) and these drugs are still in nigeria Yes. And so. in fact, they throw the drugs on the fire and get the whole village addicted to heroin. And then they start selling to the village. Their main supply. <laughs> nah, there's no there's no no poppies, no opium. Okay, they burnt some of the heroin. <laughs> and the rest <laughs> okay, of their supply to, to get back their loss or to, to make extra money. So there you nice. Uh we we get back to the present time. Charlie and Echo are still in the jungle. Charlie says, Oh, we're lost. Uh, we spoke about this a bit earlier. I was wondering if it's that's the title of the show. It is. I was also going to say that as well. How Charlie <laughs> goes, I'm lost. And I'm like, oh, that's like, oh, I, they've probably said that. Yeah, they have said they're lost a few times. But that one was a really jarring one where he's like, I'm lost. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to avoid using that word oh, on definitely. a show like I, this. Yeah, so I, 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 I would be more upset if, like, Ozark as well. It's fine if they say Ozark. It's a place yeah. that's fair. The leftovers that would be yep. a bit jarring if they're like, "Where the leftovers?" Like, mm. Right, and and that uh, they didn't. So yeah, they didn't. Um, spoiler: yeah. they never called the show the leftovers. Which I'm happy, but that that would have been a bit cringy for the most part. I mean, maybe they could yes. play it off, but I would not like that. So yeah, uh, like oh, yeah, another one. If Breaking Bad, if he's like, "I'm Breaking Bad," <laughs> that oh, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, that would be really bad. So uh. Charlie says he's lost. We're not buying it, but you know he's saying he's a little spotty. I don't really know this plane very well, Mister Echo, because I I don't do drugs. This is my only Virgin Mary statue. Why would I have more than one? Ha ha, ha ha. So, so Echo, I was gonna say request, but more like demands that Charlie yep. climbs the tree. Uh, yeah. Charlie even com- like Charlie even comments on the blood on uh, as he puts an Echo's Jesus stick. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Hit me with your Jesus stick. <laughs> but Charlie, his senses come to him, and he decides to climb the tree. The man with the Jesus stick demands it. Uh, and while he's climbing up the tree, he hears some explosion-like things, and I'm sure you mm. could see it coming. But here came mm-hmm. the black smoke monster. Yep. And Mr. Sal, it comes right. It comes. So the camera. Ang- I love the way they do the camera angle because it's like at first. Yeah, yeah. They do it and. I feel like you're in the point of view of the black smoke monster, but then you get yep. so close to Echo. I'm like, are we this close to Echo? And then sure enough, the black smoke monster is touching nose with Echo. Yeah. He does not yeah. punch. He looks right into it. And did you notice what the yep. smoke monster, what, what, what happened then? Could you I, 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 I mean, I saw faces and I, I'm pretty sure it was one, at least one of the faces was his brother. Yes. It flashes images, right? Yeah. And I'll, uh, it echoes past. Okay. It flashes yes. images of Echo's past. And mm-hmm. eventually the smoke recedes. So, an interesting on the the black smoke monster. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. eat again. It can grab people. It has pictures. 
That's good. Picture yeah. capability, almost like my smartphone. It's yeah. doing well. Now, so so this so Echo becomes the second person we know of to stare this thing down and walk away. Um, so what do you have to unlock? So if we know if you look at it, pictures, you know, or things of your past can be shown to you. Locke right. looked at it. And, and he, he said it was really beautiful. Happy. Yes. So, I mean, I haven't seen anything from Locke's flashbacks <laughs> exactly. to indicate any any beauty or anything he would want to see. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, may, maybe his girlfriend, but oh. I don't know. It <laughs> seems like that ended very badly, too. So, I, I, and, and Echo seeing, you know, his, his brother, I'm sure, is, is painful, not... Mm-hmm beautiful so i'm i'm interested in that bit of it but um you know later echo's gonna say i was not afraid of it so and lock lock clearly was not afraid of it either so i wonder if in fact when lock did display fear of it that's when the monster tried to take it tried to take him Mm -hmm. so I, i wonder if it's like in a way scanning for fear and if it finds fear right yeah if it finds fear then then you're done yeah but yeah but i I do i I am confused about what it's showing the people yeah that's true that's really confusing Mm -hmm. maybe one day you'll find out yeah maybe (laughs) hopefully (laughs) So, but yeah, Charlie's shocked by this whole, you know, how Echo did nothing, and he says, "Yeah, I was not scared of it." And immediately, Arachne says, "That he's done with the mind. He, he like that's it. Echo, he he still he still got something else on his mind. I was not scared of it anyway." Charlie, did you see the plane? <laughs> yeah. Charlie did. It's a kilometer away. Well, let's get going. Yep. I got that. Echo does not talk about the Black Smoke Buster for the rest. Of the, he took it on, and just that's it. I I don't know why I love it so much. He he's very honed in on this plane understandably very honed yep. in so off they go yeah. we cut back it's michael in the bunker uh he uh, maybe at first you can't quite tell what he's doing oh mm-hmm. see i i forgot to mention earlier we, we skipped this yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So, so your haircut, yeah so there is a bit more importance to it right uh, along yep. with haircutting so this does make the scene a bit more eh, pretty relevant actually because it is kind of yep. to see how important it is to mike he goes to kate who's cutting sawyer's hair he goes, hey, I know you're supposed to work uh, the button later. Can I take your shift? Helps me you know, yeah. with just dealing, coping, whatever have you. And she agrees. Yep. So we see that Michael is trying to get more shifts on the button. Wonder why. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Anyway, he's here in the swan. Uh, he's kind of looking around like he's up to no good. And you can kind of tell he's trying to see if anyone's around, right? He's looking. No one's yep. around. Uh, I can relate when I, like... If if I if I have some food I don't want to share at home, I'm like, okay. Yep. I said, like, Am I good? Anyone anyone close by? Okay, let me <laughs> let me get this going. So so Michael is trying not to share the computer here because he wants to have a nice conversation. He so he sits down yep. at the terminal, tries to get typing, it's not working. But then the PC types back, Dad. I, I guess mm-hmm. I'll just read out what it says because it's not too long. You know, Dad. Yeah. Mike asks, Are you okay? The computer says yes. Are you alone? Michael says yep. yes, and the computer says I can't can't talk long. They're coming back soon. Dot dot dot. So yep. Michael then asks, "Where are you?" And the PC says, "You need to come." And then we don't get to see it. Um, so hold on though, it doesn't say you need to come. It says you need to C O M. So it could say come. 
that that could be the word that is saving Uh, it could be you know communicate you it could be um i I don't know i'm making that assumption fair enough yeah anyway it's probably it's probably come to and then they're just going to tell where to go but anyway it's communicating something of very great importance to yes about how to at least talk to whether it be Walt or whoever's on the other side of this PC, uh, how to communicate in some way, and it's we don't get to see it because it's cut off by Jack entering the room, and we don't even know if Michael gets to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So no. First, before before we talk about Jack entering the room, which by the way, first we've seen Jack of the episode. Yep, I know. <laughs> so uh, more of uh, less and less Jack. So sad. Yeah. Not really, but it's it's fine. It's 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 making me appreciate Jack more when we do get him. Oh, certainly, and we'll get more of him next episode. But I have to ask you, yep. Mister Sal, do you think uh, Walt is the one on the other side of that computer, or at least the one? Okay, to Michael. And I, I, do you think yeah. it's real? Is my first question. Okay, uh, I do think it's real. Okay. I do think it's real. Uh, I don't know. I am. I am like exactly fifty-fifty on whether it's Walt or somebody else. So, what uh, are some reasons either way, right? Well, I have some. Uh, but... So, if it, I mean, if I, the re- if it's Walt, then all the reasons are obvious. Like he yeah, he yeah. is trying to get a hold of his father. He's trying to get his father to come save him. Okay, so, like that's that's easy to explain if it's not walt then i I assume that they have walt they know that his father's name is mike and they're trying to uh lure him to them so that they can kidnap him too although that seems strange because they could have taken him when he was on the boat yeah so what's the the point so 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 i guess i guess i lean toward this actually is walt um so that's that's my leaning so i'm like 51 percent, 49 percent. my argument to that would be that grammar is pretty good okay so I pretty walt's, quick. walt's a smart okay. kid fair enough okay i mean these are mostly like you know forward sentences these are not like huge you know, i don't, I don't know at what point a kid like learns to write at a, at a good level I look. Like I said I have no idea when a kid learns what. When, yeah. when 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 is a baby supposed to start walking or a toddler? No clue. Now the 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 one thing that's that's st- make a little sticky for me is the fact that he says, "Are you alone?" Because if it's Walt, then it shouldn't matter that Mike's alone. Yeah. Why would that matter, right? Mister Sal? Right. Uh, unless there's somebody that Mike is not supposed to trust among them. Ooh, like another um, Ethan another mole or Goodwin. Yep. Level yeah. Character. Okay. So I mean, that's I, I these these are all the things going through my head. I still kind of come down a little bit on the side of this. It actually is Walt, uh, but I uh, the one thing that we kind of we I think we've kind of glazed over this is that they're told in that film strip they are not to use this for communication or it could cause this other incident another incident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So that kind of makes me believe that maybe this is not Walt, that this is, you know, somebody trying to cause another incident, which we don't know what that incident is, but I suspect it probably has something to do with the others. And I don't know. Although, I, again, I'm still not convinced 
that the others are the people who took Walt. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so you're questioning the groups of people here, right? So anyway, that's that's where my head is on this right now, and that's why I was really hoping to get a little bit more than this in this episode. Okay, fair enough. Well, I'm sure next episode won't disappoint. So good. Uh, oh here, oh yeah, I forgot. Jack came in, so Jack comes in. Uh, he. <laughs> Which Mike, you know, he says hi. Mike's clearly, you know, caught off guard. He wants mm-hmm. no part of Jack right now. But Jack, you know, he, he's good at reading the social situation. He grabs the seat and wants to have a heart to heart with Mike. You know, hey, no one's forgotten about Walt. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I, I'm sure it's tough, but we'll make a plan and we'll get Walt back when we can. Okay, we'll we'll get him back. Well, what is the holdup, honestly? Exactly. That's what I was wondering, too. Like, what are you waiting <laughs> yeah. for in that case? I don't, you don't yeah. seem to be actively planning. I mean... No. I guess, listen, I guess there's a lot of day-to-day operations, right? Maybe it's like, you know, story's got okay. I, whatever. Or maybe you're waiting I mean, for yeah. Saeed to, like, grieve. But this is not the time for grieving if one's been kidnapped. I don't know. Anyway. I, I mean, I don't know what the timeline is here, but I, I, I don't think this is, like, the next day after Sawyer recovered. No, it doesn't seem like that's the case either. But it's definitely not too long. I don't think it's been... Actually, I can check because they, they. There you they go. Let me, let me quickly look. This is day 50. Oh my God, really? Yeah, and that, we had the other 48 days. Uh, so Shannon seven. was shot. Shannon was shot on day 48. This only did two so days. This is, yeah. Better mind. Is that Weird. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there you go. So uh, you get that as the. The conversation and Jack, you know, gets up to leave, right? Or you know, he gets up to walk off. And as he walks off, he walks behind Mike, and we're all go, "Oh, he's gonna see the monitor." But the monitor is just blank, black. Wonder if Mike got to read the message himself, or if he got cut off due to having. You know, obviously, if he keeps staring at the computer screen. Jack will probably get more suspicious. So he did, you know, did he get to read it? Did he look away before he could get to read it? Okay, so so all right. Two more possibilities here. I listen, Marcel, <laughs> I understand this will rack your brain. This could be yeah. anything. Yeah, so Cause, cause listen, uh, it might not even be real. Uh, there's definitely a plot situation. Know. They cuz they they clearly keep saying the input does nothing and obviously this is a very yep. strenuous situation. So he's just a madman typing on the computer. <laughs> Yeah, so that is one other possibility. And then the other possibility is Walt kind of projecting himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know that when he does that, he just kind of disappears. So uh, that's, I think, another possibility. So but, four, four, real, four big possibilities here. Really Walt typing, really someone else typing, Walt projecting, or uh, Mike. Mike imagining, little, yeah. Yeah, he's imagining it. So very interesting situations here. Wonder which one it is. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Uh, yeah, that, that actually makes me like it a little more. I like it, I like it a lot because it's it's a big question and mm-hmm. it, it's it's like what the leftovers does. How you you wonder if it's mm-hmm. reality or faith based. You know what or like you know is this real? Is this grounded yeah. in science or is this all you know? Is this a higher power almost or some not even higher power but just a supernatural esque type of you know mm-hmm. of events going on? So that's I I do like I I like it when it's. Uh, almost like the uncertainty principle. You don't know which way it goes. Yeah, where, where? No one knows. And maybe it'll collapse yeah. down, and we'll see which it is, or maybe it'll always be a question. But I'll tell yeah. you what's not a question. Echo and Charlie—they find the plane. 
There it well, is. And now we get a flashback of the plane being loaded. So there we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Echo with two of his... I don't know if they're always the same cronies every time, but I like to the, imagine they are. The one the one with the gold tooth is. Okay. So I think he may have actually been the one that took Echo in the beginning, but I can't remember for sure. Oh. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good one. Well, in any case, these are just two cronies. Uh, they're dressed as priests, so you, you're... I mean, yeah, they're dressed up as priests. They're putting on the drugs, and uh, a car comes in. You could probably guess who it was, and probably guessed right. Yemi has come last second, and he's trying to stop Echo from getting on that plane. He cites the fact that Echo saved him once, and now it's his turn to save him. But Echo's mm-hmm. not having it. He doesn't believe Yemi. He's no prophet. Now, Mr. Sal, I know you loved Claire's episode, or that hand that uh, hand reader mm-hmm. could... Um, no warned, like, kind of seemingly knew that this plane was going to crash. Do you think Yemi was thinking in that, like, retrospective things? Or do you think he was just thinking, like, this, like, this This is something Echo can't come back from? Or at least Echo's going too far down this dark road? Yeah, I mean, I I think that he he knew the military was on the way. That's that's what I think he knew. Well, he told them. them he, he revealed that he... They'd call the military on them. So when I th- when he says, you know, it's my turn to save you, I, I think that that's what he's referring to. The military's oh, on their like way. He, like, no matter what, Yemi would always report them to the military. And now right. he's just trying to save Echo from it. Because... Right. Okay, I see what you mean. Okay, that's very fair. So that, that's it. how I took it. Now, it's, it is, it's possible that he had some sort of vision of this plane crashing, but I, I, I would find that... He shows not, nothing... That knowledge yeah, that that's gonna crash. That's not the assumption I would jump to, given the information that I have. Very reasonable. So, uh, yeah, Yemi's trying to save uh, Echo, kind of after putting his life in danger, but understandably, you know, he can't have he can't have this much heroin living in Nigeria. Nigeria could be using this heroin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there you go. He wants, you know, report to the military. Uh, it, well, Yemi also says he will even take Echo's confession, so he, you know he, he's really trying to get him to stay, not go. And this is where we do see the military pulling up. You know, the timetable is crunching, and yeah, Yemi reveals that he brought the military. Didn't give them a name, mm-hmm. right? Didn't give them any names. They don't know who anyone is, but they're here to seize the drugs. And the the goons start firing at the military. Uh, and that, I, I, I don't know why they started fighting. I mean, this is not going to end well. There's so many of them, and it doesn't end well for the guy that started the gunfight. He gets shot very quickly. Yep. Yemi goes in front of Echo and takes a bullet for Echo. He gets shot. Mm-hmm. And so Echo and the goon try to bring, Ye- well, they do bring Yemi inside the plane. They try to get him inside. But the, the goon looks Echo right in the eye with the gun. He, he, he even like kind of glares at him a bit. It's a bit of a mm-hmm. snared look. It has a bit of a golden tooth, if you notice. <laughs> and kicks yep. him off the plane uh, and leaves him. And uh, off he goes. So, that... so this is this is him saving his life. This is him saving his life, which is, to me, super funny. Just the way how it says the man that saved my life. It doesn't seem like this man is trying to save his life at all, right? He just... No. I mean, maybe he just doesn't trust Echo. Maybe he wants all the money for himself. I mean, there's a lot of reasons where this could be going, but... Getting rid of Echo, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it, his intentions were not good. <laughs> this man that kicked him off, that's for sure. But saved his yep. life, he did. And 
off the plane flies and at this point you're probably you've probably come to the point of okay so echo wants to find um yemi's corpse right yeah so that, that's why he's looking for the plane and so the plane flies off and you're also probably wondering what happens to echo now because now he's just kind of stranded here with the military yeah uh, yeah comes out and stuff i wonder you know is he gonna go to jail or something and we'll get mm-hmm. a small brief thing to fix that but we get back to the present time and Echo goes inside the plane, and we see a lot more Virgin Marys. And you know, he, mm-hmm. he goes to the corner, and there's there's a corpse. He pulls yeah. it, opens up the coat, and believe it or not, Mister Sal, it has Yemi's necklace. Yeah, it's Yemi, and Mister Echo just sobs. Oh, it's yeah. so sad. It is. It definitely is. Definitely some grieving, some good old grieving, which Mister Sal loves to see. I I love yum, sad yum, people. Yum yum yum. So nom nom even. Here's here's the final. It's a final flashback, and it's just a it's just a simple to kind of just answer what happened to Echo. Which they they probably didn't even have to include this. They could have probably included it at a different flashback if they you know Mr. Echo's if he gets a different flashback episode, which he may or may not. But, well, but you'll you'll find out one day. But they do they do they do tie up the ribbon. Because it's just a yep. military man asking if, you know, father, if you, are you all right? Referring to Echo because they don't know who the real priest was. And, yeah. So, they yeah. think Echo's the priest that called him in. Yeah, which, I love this. I, I love it. It's like... Everyone thinks he's I, a priest. Yeah, I, I love it because it's like, he's always had the priest and the thug in him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Most, but... But he's had to repress the priest for so long, and now he gets the opportunity to do it by virtue of his brother's sacrifice. It's like he 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 sacrificed his his own soul, his own life to save his brother, and now his brother has sacrificed his life to save him. Uh, and and he he um, clearly it, it seems has taken up that mantle willingly, uh, and and clearly is a penitent soul now. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, like it's, it. oh, it's so good. Last well, time so he had good. a kill, in, a, in I mean, probably one of the most justifiable ways. You know, they tried to kidnap him. Uh, Forty days went quiet, so definitely much more um, mm-hmm. penitent soul, right? He he does feel guilty. Mm-hmm. He does want to kind of make right by what he can. Interest to help people when he can. Definitely has a saviorship complex, and he seemed to have it as a kid. He seems to have it now. So, mm-hmm. you know, after that flashback, Charlie. Uh, comes into the plane and he asks you know who echo is holding and echo does reveal that it is his brother um charlie you know that's i don't know what you say in that circumstance and charlie you know he apologizes says he's sorry and echo uh rips uh, the strong man echo right rips a pipe from the ceiling drips some gas on his mm-hmm. brother uh gives charlie a new virgin mary statue how kind of him right yeah so, and they burn the plane, both sad in their own ways. I'm sure Echo sad. Uh, just just reminded of his brother and Charlie, of course. There goes his. Yeah. <laughs> there goes a lot of. No uh, longer. No longer an. No longer an infinite supply. Yeah, no now longer a limitless supply. Now it's a. It, lots more finite. So. A lot more finite. His life got a whole lot harder. So. Uh, and you know they, they watch the plane burn, and Charlie asks Echo if he is a priest. Right, because he he never mm-hmm. answered, and 
Echo yep. dons the necklace. Very long pause. You 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 start to wonder. Is he gonna say no? Yes? Not even reply? Yeah. And he goes, yes, I am. So Echo, he goes by the priest, and he really could have became a priest after that. Surely, you know. It, yeah. I wouldn't surprise me with how much scripture and stuff he knows. And I yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, whether or not Yemi made him a priest, like he he's being mistaken for a priest here and he could spend you know the next few years impersonating a priest i suppose yeah so certainly uh wouldn't wouldn't be all that surprising so he dons the necklace and he says the 23rd psalm oh the title mm-hmm. of the episode i'm mm-hmm. sure i'm sure no one saw that coming actually i mean i I guess I'm saying it outright. You might not see it coming. But... Well, they, I mean, they, he doesn't call it the 23rd Psalm. No, he doesn't. So he, he you you would that. have to be familiar with what the 23rd Psalm is or look it up after hearing this. So uh, I, I thought this was perfect. It was awesome. And 23 is one of the numbers. That's true. <laughs> Wanted to point that out there. Uh, should I read out the 23rd Psalm? I, I think I'll leave it. What do you want? Yeah, I mean, I know that's it's. I think I think you can leave it. I'll like leave it, viewers heard him say it. That's fine. <laughs> he said it. it's quite a long song, but yeah. Uh, but there you go. Uh, I mean, the one the one part of it that I will say that I that I did want to touch on is, uh, "Lo, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil." Which, you know, that go ties back into what he said after the smoke monster encounter mm-hmm. that I wasn't afraid of it. So. Uh-huh. So he really yep. seems to live by the word of. You know, does he really? Yep. Fe- what does Echo fear? Does not fear evil. Maybe his mother. Who knows? The, the teddy bear. The te- oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, while he's saying the song, actually, I, sh- I should note this. While he's saying the song, yeah. we see Jin and oh, we see Jin introduce Sun to Anna Lucia, and he also mm-hmm. like gives her some fish, kind of as a gift, because mm-hmm. they show Anna Lucia all alone. We know she's struggling to implement herself in with the group so a nice gesture of some kind of yeah just getting uh and lucia accustomed to the group and yeah we see libby the, just, oh. hold on a second by the way this is this is interesting and, I, and I, i'm interested to see if they go anywhere how much they do with this because this will be the first time really that Jin can communicate with people now because he and son are on speaking terms again he has a translator they, so he can communicate with people now Wow, you're right, because the whole time like, yeah. after we found out she knew English, they were not on speaking terms until basically right before he left on the raft. Right. And then, yeah, yep. you're right. So so Jin can accurately communicate with people, if need be, with when she's yeah, yeah. around. Uh, yep. Much more reliably. I guess, uh, I'm trying to think if we saw any of that before. I think we did. For him. We, we did. I mean, the, the, um, in, in the During episode Boone's, where Boone was yeah. dying, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. before the, yeah, more reliably, yeah. Yep. So that's really that wasn't see. that wasn't so much Sun communicating, helping Jin communicate. That that was Sun giving Jack's orders to Jin. You yeah, know, so but still, it's a like way the, of communication. Yes, yes. So, but I'm very interested to see how much they do with this at this point, or if maybe Sun will just teach him English. I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how Jin goes. He's definitely learned some more English. Like now, he can communicate with the people mm-hmm. he's much like he can communicate with Sawyer, uh, yep. Michael. Right? They can communicate. Yeah. Well enough with Jin, they know what he's trying to say. So, yep. I wonder how that must feel being just, oh. just stranded with people that. It's very hard to communicate, right? With I mean, I guess yeah. it's like you have someone with you that you can. Um, talk I mean, to that son, that so. must have been so frustrating for him. 
and uh, I, he, this must be such a huge relief to be back with son for so many reasons, obviously, you know, the, the love that they share, but, but this, this also like, oh my God, first of all, I can talk to her and, and she knows exactly what I'm saying. And second of all, she can help me understand what everybody else is saying too. Yeah. And they, she can help them understand what I'm saying. So that, like that, it must be so liberating for him. So oh, must be the nicest thing. And we also see mm-hmm. Libby trying to build a shelter, yep. uh, Early comes and helps out. That's good that we yep. see some Libby as well. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't see Bernard, but I'm sure Bernard's with Rose. They're pretty happy. I'm sure yeah. he'll, he's probably the most adjusted into the group thanks to Rose. I would so. think, yeah. Uh, so we we see we even see I think yeah Sawyer checking out his haircut in the mirror. Uh, mm-hmm. Kate's with them all happy times. Jack swings by, gives Sawyer some of his medicine. Things looking mm-hmm. well at the camp, and Charlie he's walking back. He's walking back to camp. Goes to Claire, and Claire is, we see her throwing his guitar, throwing his things out of their little tent thing or whatever. And I guess I, I, I should have, I, I, I knew that they were kind of shacked up together here, but I, I didn't really realize what that meant until just now that like they were basically a couple. If they were, if they were living together, they were basically a couple. I, I, but we never saw them do anything physical. Yeah, so I wonder. It's really, uh, yeah, I, I, there's a question of where, are they really a couple? I mean, they are. They are a couple, but I, I guess I would yeah. constitute them almost as a couple. I mean, maybe because they're just really good friends, but yeah, but they're sleeping together, so I don't know. Yeah, obviously, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they're sleeping. I think next to each other. Are they sleeping together? Well, but know. right. That's what I mean. I mean, yeah. the, the, that's a really that is like a extremely vulnerable and intimate thing to do. I mean, mm-hmm. anybody can do anything to you in your sleep. Yeah. So, so the fact that that they're willing to sleep next to each other says a lot about the fact that it's that's more than a friendship relationship i would think definitely i would agree to that but anyway but she's uh tossing his things out and she's mad at charlie for lying to her Uh, he apologizes Mm -hmm. so for for once he finally he he stops lying this is a big part about this he he stopped lying he just apologizes which is Mm -hmm. credit to charlie at least he's no longer lying but you know, it, it, also, it made him feel safe. Now, that part, I don't know, right? That might be a lie. I mean, it feels right. like maybe it did. I guess I can't really go against it, but I feel like he's omitting some parts, possibly. Mm-hmm. Well, he, yeah. he still refuted it on using, which maybe he hasn't been using, but I don't know. I don't know why he's hoarding the Virgin Mary dolls. Uh, <laughs> so at this point, were you confident he was using? What, what odds would you say? So probably if you had to give better odds, you'd say he was using, but... I would say maybe I was, I don't know, maybe 60% sure he was using. Not Not very high odds. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So, you know, made him feel safe. And Claire, she doesn't care. She's very angry. She does not want Charlie sleeping near her or her baby. So just go. And Charlie picks up his things and off he goes. And then later that night, Charlie walks off into somewhere in the jungle, maybe not too far off, and moves some stuff. In the little secret spot, Mr. Sal, your mind must be racing yeah. to what he must be doing. Did you still think uh, that there must be multiple Virgin Mary dolls? Or that he was hiding? Uh, no, I thought he was... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess I thought he was hiding that one. But yeah, but it's revealed. Yeah. He, is, he has multiple Virgin Mary dolls. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think we're just going with the assumption here that Charlie has been using... And yes. he talked about earlier all the stuff, his irritation and so on and so forth. So 
It's a shame. Yeah. In the moth, we thought he kicked it. I mean, he did kick it, but temptation was too much for him, and he relapsed. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been using. How many days has it been in between when he and Saeed got, you know, got Boone's to the plane? Death. Yeah. Oh. Well, it would have been like the day after Boone's death, or maybe maybe two days after Boone's death. I mean, he definitely no, I took. He, did, he, listen, he definitely took one the day of Boone's death, right? He went back with. No, him. not the day of that. That. The day of, I mean, Boone died in the middle of the night, didn't he? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh yeah, when did you're right? When did yeah? He went there with Saeed. Yeah, the day the raft left. Yes, yes, you're right. During part one of Exodus, you're right, and that is I'm checking right now. That day, day's forty four. So okay, so it's only it's it's only been a week or so, not even a week. Yeah. So you know, if he's been using. I, it's only been a, he's only been using it for a week. <laughs> Mr. Sal's like it's not too bad. It's only been a week. Not oh, I mean it's a, no, it's it, no, it's bad. Yeah, I mean with, with an unlimited, yeah, with an un, with a virtually days. un, yeah, with a virtually unlimited supply, like that he could do a lot of heroin in in a week. Yeah. So sad days. Tyler's been using. Next episode is hunt the hunting party. Uh, like I said, I won't say much on it. It's Jack's episode. We'll see how you feel about that. I think mm-hmm. you're gonna like this one as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see how it goes. I they they are gonna put a back burner to Charlie's things right now, right? So we had, we, we saw it's fine. Charlie's stuff. Charlie, <laughs> uh, he is his own episode. The one after Fire and Water, Fire Plus. Yeah, water. everybody loves that episode. Yeah. So you can <laughs> so whatever. I hope. Yeah, I, I think you've gotten used to the lost formula of here's these characters, here's a lot of them, and now here's like none of them. Yeah, that's fine. This is Whatever. the way. There's a lot of yeah. characters. Um, anything else you want to say on top of this episode? I mean, it's a great episode. A one, best oh, episode yet. Fantastic. So It's so good. I mean, it, it has everything that I would want from a Lost episode, except maybe, you know, anything about Claire when she was with Ethan. So, but, but, I mean, it's got this great set of flashbacks it's got a redemption arc i mean we see somebody's character do a complete 180 and then do another 180 back you know we we see uh we see this connection between characters the fact that echo sent this plane into the sky or whatever he did (laughs) like uh that he's basically you know at at the heart of at at the root of boone's death uh, you know, Jack and Locke's tension, the tension between the two of them. Uh, he's at the heart. Uh, th- that means that he's at the heart of probably Shannon's death. You know, uh, all of these things that happen. You know, we, we, we've gone through several times all the things that happened as a result of that plane falling. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact to think that this passenger who was on the plane with them was responsible for that plane being there in the first place is just like it's 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 so cool it's awesome so that plane really to set off a chain of events and it is yep yeah great episode but you know yep. what might make it an even better episode i have an idea if what time is it, mr Sam? i think it might be tv time yay tv time very excited very excited to see what people <laughs> rated it different. actually not very excited i know what they were i mean i know who they better have rated as their favorite character and they're basically yeah. this is actually not that surprising it should not be a surprise but i'm saying this mm-hmm. tv time so mm-hmm. obviously who cares about the feelings 
that one. The only the only thing I'll say about the emotions is, sixteen percent of people said this made them feel happy, and I'm not sure where the happiness comes from in this episode. But I maybe the fact that Echo has, uh, you know, had a redemption arc. I guess I don't know, but I mean, his I know there's a really happy. Yeah, not, Charlie's his got kicked out. He's, <laughs> he's got he's got the weight. Echo's got the weight of his guilt now about this plane being here. You know, it, it's like. You know, just, yeah, Char- the Charlie stuff. You know, uh, the, Mike is still without Walt. Like, I, I'm not sure where the happiness comes in in this episode, but Sadist, I'm glad it made <laughs> 16. Yeah, I'm glad it made 16% of the people feel happy. For reference, it made 19% of the people feel sad. So, a little bit more sad than happy, but I mean, to me, it's not even close. I wonder <laughs> if anyone did both. They're like, I'm sad and happy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But episode, I would say I, I, I don't think so. But uh, it's a, a lot wonderful of the lost episode. episodes, definitely yeah. one of the least happy ones. I don't think there's much good things you can take away in terms of characters being happier as a result nah. of that. Anyway, I mean, Jin gave Anna the sea yeah, fish. So that was Libby, pretty good. Hurley helped her out. People like Sawyer a bit more. But, so there you go. Oh, that's what it was. Sawyer's back, getting a haircut. People like yeah, him, so yeah. that, that, that's why they're happy. So the episode rating, that's got to be yep. a five. Right. I mean, you, uh, you, you would think so. I gave it a five. You would think it would be a five. No, Mr. Sal. Forty-six percent of the people gave it a five. Forty-nine percent gave it a four. That's sinful. You want to talk about a sin? Yeah, that's, that's a, sin. a sin. That's purposely doing something <laughs> bad right there. That is. That that might even be unforgivable. I know. I know. That's crazy. So terrible. I. Oh my goodness. Yep. I can't. It's, it's a Mr. Echo. The people love Mr. Echo. Yeah. I mean, I hope they now. Now when the one in the voting, okay. Oh my, that's so annoying. Okay. TV time every time. I mm, okay. So <laughs> this one favorite character. It's got to be Mr. Echo, right? Like this. Yeah, for sure. It's no eighty-seven. Per- yeah. Only eighty-seven percent though. Oh, okay. How much does Sawyer have? <laughs> or is the Sawyer crew? <laughs> <laughs> he is he has five percent and he is second yeah second second place i mean he's really meaningful to the episode not um, mike not charlie oh mike's okay. mike's nowhere to be seen charlie mike charlie's third four percent that's you know fine whatever i, I don't get it you, but i could find charlie and mike being interchangeable for second and third right i get that i would probably mm-hmm. Pretty cool. I would mark higher. Probably Mike. No, it's hard for me to choose between the two. All right, I, I'm more interested uh, in Mike actually. But yeah, absolutely. So, I'm. I'd put Walt ahead of <laughs> Sawyer in this episode. <laughs> I'm, yeah, because so, oh. yeah, they have the computer. <laughs> yeah, so so just just so you understand here, these are the characters that Mike is behind. Okay, now. There are a lot of people at 0%. Now, I don't know if that's like, you know, 0.1%. And so, therefore, they rounded to zero or if it's actually no votes. I have no idea. Okay. Well, why don't you vote but, for one of them and see if it changes? Okay. Uh, no, it did not. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's it must be rounding down to 0%. Yeah, okay. Enough, yeah. So, um I, I can you can move your votes around. But anyway, uh, so... I don't know if all these people who are listed at 0% are listed in order. So for example, like 
Locke, Boone, Jin, Vincent the dog, Wait, Shannon. Still there? And Shannon? Well, they're still listed as options. Shannon, son. These are all people who are listed before Michael, but they all have 0%. So I don't know if they're actually, they actually have more than him or not. Wait, hold up. Okay, well, so, now I have a question. Were, was, yeah. like, Echo listed before you saw him on screen? Um... Oh, like uh, oh! I I'll have to go back and check. Uh, I'll go like, back and check it. Oh well, wait, hold up here, anyway. Yes, continue. All right, let me make this point first, and then I'll go back and check. So, okay, so I don't. Uh, we're gonna forget about the zero percenters, okay? Forget yes. about them because I don't know what order those are in. Yeah. Okay, but Echo uh, is first, eighty-seven percent. Sawyer's second, five percent. Uh, Charlie is third, four. Per- I'm sorry, so- Sawyer's five percent. Yeah, and Charlie is four percent in third place. Okay, now there are one, two, three, four, four characters who got one percent of the vote, and Michael is not one of them. What? Yeah, that's criminal. It, it is. It, it truly is. Like this. So I really don't know who they picked. It literally could be just anyone. Jack? Did anyone? Pick Jack, Jack is one of them. Yay. Claire is one of them. Oh. Those are the those are the forgivable ones. Yeah. Okay. Jack and Claire. Jin. No, no. Kate. Okay. Uh-uh. Kate. What did she do? She cut Sawyer's hair. That's Good it. Job. Rain gave up her scheduled spot. And this is this is the worst. This is the worst one. Hurley. One percent. Let's go, Hurley. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Hurley. Yeah. I got a spoiler. So, this how crazy is that? All right, now getting back to your other question though. So let me What gets me about that shift. is just like enough people. Like one in a hundred people did that. Yeah, right. And like I know. And, and, and like so, five, and like almost ten out of a hundred people just voted something ridiculous. Ten percent of people. Just Yeah. I didn't yep. even watch the episode, I think. I think they just yeah. voted. I think they're just going through voting on the app. Like, oh, that episode. Yeah, I remember that. Well, right. Plus Sawyer. <laughs> on we go. Yep. Okay, so to get back to your other question, yes, all these characters are available even as early as the pilot. So even the, the pilot episode, I could have voted for Desmond. I could have voted for Ben. I forget Ben's that? last name. I could have voted <laughs> for... Ben? you know ben what well, i can't remember his last name now but he's he's won an emmy for for this for the show we, ben linus that's it yeah i could have voted for juliet i could have voted for jake, <laughs> jacob or richard or daniel or paulo or charles or alexandra or i could have voted for man he's literally listed as man i could have voted for danielle or ethan uh miles nikki frank martin christian mikhail charlotte tom bernard uh libby iliana i think we could penny (laughs) yeah yeah, <laughs> exactly. For most of the characters, there, basically all the characters yeah. throughout the entire series, but right. I like that. But I understand from the app's point of view, they don't feel like doing every episode, yeah. every thing, whatever. Fair enough. But yep, I guess that's what it is. But well, I'm happy like this episode. Like you know, I think I say this every time you you mark up you know an episode like during collision. I hope the next one can deliver. 
I don't know if it'll yeah. deliver to this degree. Yeah. Uh, I'm confident that there will be episodes in this season that will deliver beyond this one. Wow. All right. I th- I think that this. I don't think that you will end the season with this as your favorite. Okay. Uh, you said the same thing about Outlaws last season. I did. I think I also said the same thing about Collision. I hope I did, because then that would have been correct. We'll just say I did. But, uh, <laughs> so for for reference, the next episode. This one was rated eight point seven on IMDb. The next episode, Hunting Party, is rated eight point five. So it's it's right there. It's up there. You know. yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Ratings yep. could be sometimes irrelevant i mean not irrelevant but i think you know obviously we don't go exactly by the rating so we'll, no we'll of course how, not so we'll see him how that one goes it's exciting yeah. uh also i mean do you have anything else to say mr sam you know the one thing i was getting back to tv time tv time really quickly i have yet to figure out how to add characters because there have been plenty of times on shows where i've wanted to vote for a character who is not listed is there a way you can add a character? Like the community can add a character. I, I, I have not been able to figure out how to okay. do that. Hopefully you can figure it out. Hopefully someone can tell you. Maybe that would be nice. The if, listeners can if, at showhopperspodcast yes. at gmail.com. Yes, please. Uh, I'll also say before before we end the podcast, uh, I reminded it this week earlier on the Ozark podcast, and I feel like I should remind it again. The code word is fern. I repeat, the code word is fern. Code word is used to indicate that you watch the podcast. Code word is fern because no one uses fern in casual conversation. Maybe you have a fern. If you do, why do you? It's a fern. I don't know. <laughs> There's nothing special about fern. There's just plants that use spores. So. Well, hey, you know what? Maybe they're hoping those spores generate some fiddleheads and you can eat them in the spring. They're delicious. Wait, what? Is that, is that a thing? Oh, yeah. But yeah. like, I always thought about like so so here, maybe. So my understanding, right? So when ferns have spores, do they go in the air or do they just drop to the ground? I think they. I mean, they they might travel a little bit, but generally they're they're mostly just dropping. I think. Okay. Yeah. Those are fancy seeds. Yeah, basically. So I mean, but but it's pretty cool because in the spring you see all kinds of baby ferns popping up out of the ground and they they they're very like curly like the head of a fiddle and so they're called fiddleheads and you can harvest them and fry them up and they're delicious okay well i, I didn't know you could eat fern so i guess mm-hmm. can you call it a fiddlehead i mean you can call it a fern yeah uh, sometimes you call them fiddlehead ferns but you, you don't want to eat them once they start unwrapping <laughs> It's just like, you should become like a survivalist. You're just eating things in the woods now. Okay, this right here, this wrapped up fern, that's edible. Tree bark, not edible. Sal, he knows what's a lot. Or at least what tastes good. So, Chef Mr. Sal, he's made his call. Enjoy your fern. But besides that, call them fiddleheads. No one uses fern in a regular conversation. So, there you go. That's the code word, fern. I think we said that enough. But yeah, if you want to email us, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, ratings always appreciated. And uh, sharing the podcast also appreciated uh thank you everyone for listening there'll be more lost to come this next episode we're doing uh hunt the hunting party uh thank you everyone for listening